You may know Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner? On Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock, the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting, just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Green Zone. Oh, my! He is the fattest man in the NFL! This is the Green Zone with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is football season. It's time to download BetMGM Sports. It's Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID. Open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly if you have a problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. We begin hour number two of the Green Zone, week number 18 of the NFL season. And Wes, we do have some surprises going on here. Tennessee uh, just got on the board, 7-0 there. Uh, Houston down there, five minutes ago before halftime. But Jacksonville right now. And our producer, Jacob Roach, just informed me, if the game's held right now as they stand, Mm -hmm. the Pittsburgh Steelers would be in the playoffs if there wasn't a tie between the Chargers and right. the Raiders. And tonight. by the way, that's been a fun discussion this week in terms of, you know, maybe the Chargers and the Raiders go all Bart Simpson and Todd Flanders at the Springfield Miniature Golf Open. <laughs> and this, We decided we're both equally good. Yeah, man, we quit. <laughs> that's not going to happen because uh, there have been known to be knife fights in the stands between those fan bases. I don't think that's going to happen at Allegiant Stadium tonight. I certainly hope not for security reasons and no. all that. But nevertheless, these two teams don't like each other. They're going to try to rip each other's throats out and try to have that loser leave town match at the Legion tonight. All right, we'll see how that plays out. Let's get back out to David Gascon because, again, the first domino to fall for that scenario would be the Colts losing to Jacksonville. And right now, David Gascon, that's exactly what's happening. Myself for taking Indy in the first half. The good news is, is with how this first half is played, is, is you look at Indy throughout the course of the season. And there's a couple of things that are apparent. One is Jonathan Taylor is an absolute monster. It could be the offensive player of the year, as Wes had mentioned earlier during the show. And the other thing is the Colts offense just isn't dynamic. You don't have enough playmakers on the outside. Carson Wentz takes a long time to get rid of the football. With that being said, Jacksonville's shoot up a ton of clock. They just kicked a field goal. They lead 10-3 right now. Oddly enough, they're the 29th ranked offense in the National Football League on third down conversions. They're five of seven in the first half. Colts have been sending four. They might need to send five or six towards Trevor Lawrence. He was 15 to 17 in the opening half so far for 164 yards and a touchdown pass. So while Indy's first half number will fail, Jonathan Taylor, he's getting plenty of touches. 
but the yards aren't there. So I like those couple things that I took uh, earlier in this contest. All right, so 10 to 3 right now there. And again, it is interesting. Again, this would have to happen. Pittsburgh would have to win. The Colts would have to lose. And then there'd just not be a tie tonight in that game. And I, I'm with you, competitive balance and all those things. But if mm-hmm. those scenarios played out, and Brandon Staley and you know Rich Bisaccia get together and say, hey, we both get in if we tie. <laughs> Could you imagine just constant kneel downs to run? I mean, it would be the biggest Travis Shea mockery in the history of sports. And, and, People would be outraged. And that's not going to happen. I know it's been kind of fun to discuss, but I don't think that's going to happen. And we uh, believe we have a touchdown. That ball came loose at the end, I think. Oh, yeah. Was he in? Alan Lazard. I, I believe they're going to give it to him. And uh, for, uh, by the way, for uh, Packer backers, if at least you laid the money line, you're certainly glad 12 is back in the game. Wow. That was an absolute bomb from Aaron Rodgers on the rollout here to Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard wide open beats a linebacker in coverage. So, Looks like we are going to have a tie with the extra point pending here. Obviously, if you laid the number, you're going to need the ball back here in this mm-hmm. last 234. All right, 14 all there. So we'll get an update there in a second. Let's go back out to Jim Coventry, Bengals and Browns. And Jim, we need a running clock because the Browns are starting to <laughs> run it right through Cincinnati. Uh, Dave and Wes, it's 11 minutes of the sweat zone <laughs> to hit the first half under. Now, Miles Garrett and the crew are coming after Brandon Allen. They mauled him on a third down. Hopefully he's okay to come back. He's 5 of 12. They just can't move the ball. However, they had a really solid punt, put the Browns back to their own 20. The Browns are in a third and long right now. So if we can actually get a punt here in this drive, there's a very good likelihood we can make the sweat for another (laughs) 8 minutes and 34 seconds and hit that under. All right, so right now, 14 nothing there. It looks like a punt coming up here for Cleveland. Uh, so to Jim's point there, you get that punt, you get him off the field, maybe you start running some clock. The sweat for Packer first half, at least money linebackers, has oh now reached Patrick Ewing in the fourth quarter status <laughs> because Mason Crosby has missed the extra point, 13-14. to 14. Money line, we said at BetMGM, if you went first half money line, reach as high as $3.00. 234 left to go. Pack going to need to get that ball back, not only to get the cover, but maybe even win the first half outright. Okay, so that's going to get dicey there. For more on that, let's go back out to South Point where Ben Fox is standing by watching that Packers and Lions game. Hey, but Ben, it's been at least entertaining. It might be a sweaty one if you're a Packer backer, but you're getting a lot of points. It's been a very entertaining first half. That was an unbelievable touchdown pass by Aaron Rodgers, kind of rolling to his right, stops on a dime, throws it back. To his left, uh, to Alan Lazard. That's why he is the potential MVP. Also probably a reason he shouldn't play too much more in this game. Uh, He just had a pass before to Devontae Adams for about nine yards, and Devontae Adams gets spun around on one ankle. It's just, if you're a Packers fan, which I am definitely not, you're holding your breath every single play here. Uh, And again, you're, you're down 14 to 13 now. This game means absolutely nothing. It means a lot to us potentially as betters. But for the Packers and their Super Bowl hopes, it doesn't mean too much. I would be shocked if Aaron Rodgers is starting this game after halftime. Um, So I think as a first half backer, you're obviously very concerned here. But Jared Goff has been known to throw in some pick sixes as well. And they could still go three and out Packers, get the ball back and score a touchdown. It's a long shot. But we've seen crazier things happen here, especially in Week 18. We absolutely have. And, Ben, you, you brought us the information of the one backer of the Giants in the first half, $480,000, first half play, G-Men plus three and a half. Here's the amazing three thing. They've reached the two-minute warning in mm-hmm. the Meadowlands. The Giants haven't scored 
And yet this backer right now is winning the wager. Mm-hmm. It's 3 nothing. the boys from D.C., and the Giants have the football. You got to think, if you get one more first down mm-hmm. for the G-men, even if you yeah. punt and we don't score, you can win the wager. Now, that's 400-plus yards, so that's uh, Robert Hayes in the cockpit and airplane right oh, now. Just... Get a first down, possess the football. We'll take 3 nothing and gladly cash that at the Borgata. I, I, I don't know that there's another wager that I can recall where you don't score, but you might win. That is That would be an amazing mm-hmm. thing if the Giants do not score, and yet you can still win that by the hook. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, 10-3 right now, Indianapolis has the football back down by seven against Jacksonville. Uh, It it is interesting here because they've moved the ball, uh, and right now it's incomplete. They're going to have to punt it back. Jacksonville really has had their way with this Colts defense in the first half. And Tennessee, Ryan Tannehill just avoids potential disaster with what should have been a pick. Instead, it just falls incomplete. So 7-0 there. Tennessee maintains possession about two minutes ago before the half there. And the Bears have really been all over the Vikings. The Vikings offensively, mm-hmm. absolutely nothing happening as they approach uh, the two-minute warning there. Six-nothing, well, Bears leading, and they have the football. And the reason why I did play the Bears today, remember that Monday night game a few weeks ago, that ugly Monday night game in Soldier Field, where the Bears totally outplayed Minnesota. If you looked in the stats, Minnesota had like less than 200 yards. Bears had uh, about 350-plus, but the turnovers oh. killed them. And the Bears never led the game. It right. seemed like they were never in the game, even though they were dominating. Yeah, so let's go for more on that. Let's go back out to Arthur Arkush on that point because, Arthur, yeah, to, to Wes's point, I mean, really the Bears that first time around had the better of them, and this time around they look like the Vikings can't get a first down. Yeah, I think in a lot of ways this is kind of a, a microcosm of this Bears tenure. Right now the defense is balling, the offense is moving the ball, but in four trips deep into plus territory they got six points to show for it. So – um, you know, some questionable play calling along the way. But I will say, Matt Nagy's team looks prepared today, and that was the big question. How how would both teams come in knowing their coach's status is so up in the air and there's so little to play for overall? Yeah, so right now, 6 nothing there as they reach the two-minute warning, so we'll keep an update there. I think the Colts might get new life. As they're punting, uh, they, called, they, they call that running into the kicker instead mm-hmm. of roughing the kicker. How is that not roughing? I, I I always thought the rule was that if you went into the, the kicking leg, mm-hmm. that that would be roughing. Maybe it's the plant leg. Do I have that mixed up? Well, they did call it roughing, apparently. They did call it so roughing. the Colts are going to get a retrieve. Okay. By the way, a quick update on this game. We're kind of trying to keep you updated on some of these props and some of these incentives throughout the afternoon. Marvin Jones of the Jacksonville Jaguars already hit us as eclipsed that four catch mark. So that's uh, $500,000 in his wow. pocket here at the end of the season. I think at DraftKings, or I, I think about it at DraftKings or even BetMGM, they really juiced that heavily to the over, by the way, at three and a half. So look, they, you weren't going to fool them. You were going to have to pay for it. It was like minus 160 and probably even went up throughout the morning. Though, nevertheless, Marvin Jones, $500,000 richer. By the way, that is not going to give the Colts a first down. That is going to be a fourth and seven. So, so they, they called are, it running into Yeah, the uh, they showed roughing on the graphic right. there of the game. So that's why I thought they were going to get a first down. I just don't know what roughing is then. If that's not roughing the kicker, mm-hmm. when you run into the kicking leg as it's extended out, but... Maybe it's the plant leg, and that's why it's just running into and not roughing. But the most important thing for the Colts, they're down 10-3 on the scoreboard right now. Colts minus 3.5, 36.5 at BetMGM. Colts about 30 minutes away from potentially being out of the playoffs with the most pro bowlers wow. in the National Football League at 7. Okay, you're not going to believe what just happened in the Meadowlands. On a third down, 
the Washington football team believes that they've gotten a turnover. Um, either way, they've called timeout, so they're going to have to take a look at this thing inside of two minutes. And either it's a turnover and Washington's got the football back in Giants territory or the Giants going to have to punt the football way too much. I believe they are going to have to punt. WFT has taken a timeout. 145 left to go. Giants are short fourth and three in their own oh, territory. Boy. So they are going to have to punt it to the WFT. Okay, so the sweat zone is on for the backer of the Giants in the first half. Plus three and a half, $480,000 on the line there. Every time I look up, I see Dante Foreman just running through the Houston defense. Yeah, which is not good news for me being on the Texans at plus 10 and a half. This has been... This has been all Tennessee here in the first half. Absolutely. Very physical, as you would expect from a Mike Vrabel coached team who might be up for coach of the year. We'll discuss that and much more. Don't go anywhere. It's the Green Zone right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. VEASAN has a great new offer to help make this your best betting season ever. Our all-new Big Game Big Dance special provides VEASAN Plus all access to everything we do from now through April 5th for only $69. Sign up now. Get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming Big Game and College Hoops betting guides, plus full access to VEASAN.com with our exclusive betting splits breakdowns on every single game. It's one of our most exciting betting seasons of the year, so don't miss out on one of the best deals of the year. Visit VEASAN.com slash big deal 
to sign up today. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. Oh, my goodness. Three seconds to go in the Meadowlands. Washington football team will be attempting a 43-yard field goal in a 3 nothing game. Who cares? One huge better cares. Mm-hmm. $480,000. He's got the Giants plus three and a half. And it literally will come down to this. A timeout. He feels like the end of the game. Because they're mm-hmm. freezing the kicker. Right? So the Giants just couldn't get a first down, which would have uh, cemented this uh, for that backer. Instead, they kick it away to the Washington football team. Big pass play to Terry McLaurin. And all of a sudden, they are set up in business. Let's go back out to Danielle Alvari. Danielle, you didn't know you were getting the game at least to the first half. But when you have $480,000 on the line with this kick, I just feel for this person. They are sweating, and it is real. This is why we don't bet on these games, guys, right? No, uh, my under 13 and a half is looking good on the plus side here, but I love how we got down the field for this, really. That 40 yards of Terry McLaurin, classic 40 yards forward, 10 yards back on a sack for Taylor Heineke. So that's just beautiful. That's just exactly how this game has been going. I'm sorry, I'm trying to keep an eye here and see if they actually get this field goal or not. Um, I'm sure this better is on the edge of their seat right now, and maybe they'll be able to make their money back in the second half if this one doesn't cash. All right, Danielle, with a kick right now, because they've already called a timeout, so they can't take another one, or else, Joe Judge, that would be a penalty. The kick is up, Oh, and the kick is good. good. Oh, There's a reason why these stores take big action on some of these bets, though. Six nothing. Not to rub salt in the wound. No, we've reached halftime. Six nothing in the Meadowlands. Washington football team. Normally you would just say, well, who cares? That that is that is a rough, rough beat for that yeah. person out there. Four hundred and eight thousand. I mean, when when usually these guys that do these games on television in the booth don't want to be overly critical of no. the team. But the uh, gentleman that is calling this game on Fox, I believe Chris Myers, when describing the Giants play calling, quote, unquote, this is sad. <laughs> and this has been sad. Uh, uh, we're giving Danielle some hazard pay for this one. Six and up, and by the way, first game to go to halftime here in week 18 on Sunday. Okay, so six nothing there. We'll get some uh, live numbers there once they become uh, available. Let's go back out to Danielle. So, again, we feel bad for that, that wager out there losing like that. But, Danielle... Six nothing. We know that one person also here at Circus Survivor has taken the Washington football team. I don't know if you'd feel good about that one either. No, I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, we've seen how ineffectual both of these offenses have been so far. If there's a remnant of some kind of good football thing going on for these teams, it's possibly the defense. But both sides have been abysmal, really. We're just looking at two bad teams playing right now. And unfortunately, we can't count on them to score, not even in like in a garbage time situation. I don't think that we're going to see an explosion of points in the second half either. So we're just going to see more of the same probably second half. If anything, I would go in on the under, and that might be what I jump in on just to have more action because that first half under was just so much fun. Yeah, it's 22 and a half now for the game total, which is just amazing for a game mm-hmm. total, but six nothing at the half. I can understand why. Yeah, one and a half, by the way, the second half line at BetMGM, and I believe 16 and a half for the second half total to put a bow on kind of what Daniel was talking about. Halftime update for the Giants on offense. Leading passer is Jake Fromm with 16 yards. He is also the leading rusher with 21 yards. So we'll see if he's going to be, Joe Judge is going to be returning texts at halftime from all these former players on other teams begging to play (laughs) for him because they need all the reinforcement that they can get. Six nothing WFD. And not looking good there. Tennessee scored again. Ryan Tannehill to A.J. Brown. So that's 14 nothing there. Not good news for Houston backers like ourselves. 
Still 10-3 Jacksonville. They're looking for more points eight seconds ago before halftime. Do there. have one timeout, so we, 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 we will see here. I believe this is going to be – I think this is going to be fourth down. I believe that they marked him – or actually, no, it's going to be first and goal from the two. Wow. That is a first down for Treadwell. So Jacksonville can want, run one more play. Realistically, they can run two if they decide to eschew the field goal here. But got to think if they don't get it on this play, they're going to try to go up two scores and be up 13-3 on an Indianapolis team that looks absolutely flat here early on they, they do the Lions by the way are preparing a field goal with five seconds to go there they're already up 14 13 so barring a block mm-hmm. and a return Packer backers in the first half are, are sitting dead on this one the Vikings are down 14 nothing but they have just moved to deep into, into Bears territory seven seconds to go there before halftime as they try to get points and the Steelers still leading the Ravens three nothing but I believe the Ravens have the football deep in Pittsburgh territory with a minute and a half to go there. So you're looking for, if you're looking for games to, to kind of flip here, Houston down 14, nothing Minnesota down 14, nothing, but the defenses of those leading teams right now are sitting all over the offense. Yeah. Both Baltimore, Minnesota. by the way, also going to have a first and goal on this Tyler Huntley uh, quarterback keeper. Nice little zone read there. So uh, three, nothing Pittsburgh, by the way, Pittsburgh got the money here. It was as high as about six, six and a half before it was announced that uh, Lamar Jackson was not going to go and Tyler Huntley's going. So uh, Chris Gian is actually our man watching this game. Final minute left to go in the first half here in Charm City. Chris, what do we got with the Ravens and Steelers? You mentioned it, was first and goal for Baltimore as they are trying to get some points on the board, trailing 3 nothing as Tyler Huntley rolling out. Throwing to it appears Devontae Freeman for no gain there. But Mark Andrews breaking the single-season catch record for the Baltimore Ravens, which was held by Derek Mason with a couple of catches on this drive here. I mean, Huntley has been looking at him all game long, basically. The Steelers, Big Ben, he started off 8 of 10. Since then, 0 for 5, and... T.J. Watt, no sacks. They could have awarded him one in the first quarter. Apparently, there's a couple of COVID uh, situations going on with some statisticians at that stadium, (laughs) so they didn't award it to him. I don't know. Um, I don't know why not, but regardless, he still needs one and a half to break the record here. But as you guys mentioned, Ravens going in. 3-0 3-0 the score. They've got second and goal right now trying to get some points. All right, so let's see if the Ravens can get on the board there. Uh, and it looks like Jacksonville had a potential touchdown, but I believe it looks like Chenault might have just dropped mm-hmm. it right at the goal line. The Vikings get a field goal just to end and close out the first half. They're down 14-3. to The Lions' field goal was good. 17-13, and Jordan Love comes out to take – the kneel down. So I think that's it for 12 for the day as the Packers are trailing by four at halftime. And Jacksonville does kick a field goal to end the first half there. So 13-3 Jacksonville. My yeah. goodness. Yeah, two-score deficit now for Indianapolis. Boy, uh, this would not go Ooh. well in the Circle City to miss the playoffs here when you have seven Pro Bowlers and you basically just had to go 50% and win one of your last two to get in. Colts are going to get the football for the second half. We'll get you a price here momentarily. Okay, and Tennessee turned away Houston again. They've got a, a timeout remaining, 37 seconds before the half there. I wonder how aggressive Mike Vrabel will get. 14 nothing, and again, everything on the line for Vrabel and the the Titans because they win, they get the number one seed. Back to that Colts game here, and uh, let's go back out to David Gascon. 
And David, I, I mean, you, the proclivity would be to hop in on the Colts in the second half. But after what you've seen in the first half, is this, it just feels like Jacksonville was a flat out better team. I can't believe I'm saying that. Yeah. And you, you mentioned Chanel, who dropped that pass. Guys, oddly enough, I think what he was trying to do was come in bounds with that reception and fall on his wallet by reaching into the goal line for a touchdown. But when he tried to do that one fell swoop, he lost the handle. So obviously he didn't maintain possession. It wasn't a football act. Otherwise, if he did do so, did it with one hand and fell down, it would have been ruled as a touchdown. They had to settle for three. So they had the 13-3 advantage right now over Indianapolis. And the Colts have done nothing. I mean, Trevor Lawrence looks relatively clean. He's 19-25 in the opening half, just under 200 yards and a touchdown pass. Colts defense doesn't look good. Their offense doesn't look good. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's over doesn't look good for many people. I'm happy with that so far. And guys, you're looking at BetMGM with where they're at right now. They have Indy on the money line at plus 105, Jacksonville at minus 135. Also right now, they have the full game, Jacksonville minus two and a half. I'd be tempted to taste a little bit on Jacksonville. I'm going to stay away from it because I got three games or three plays right now. One of them is already dead, but I got two for Jonathan Taylor on unders. But uh, this is a team that's vying for a playoff spot. It doesn't look like they deserve it. Right. They don't right now. They've been outplayed in the first half in a game. You just can't get outplayed in when your playoff lives mm-hmm. are at stake. 13 to three there are some tens out there in the market for the Colts second half, but money coming in on Jacksonville. Wow. So that's telling you basically that there are some people in the market that think Jacksonville is going to win this game. 23 and a half, the second half total. So adjusted right now, 39 and a half. It is amazing. We in the first half so far, three teams have been shut out. Right now, we got the Titans have not scored. The Texans, rather, have not scored against the Titans. Uh, we know the Giants are at halftime. They have not scored against the Washington football team, 6 nothing. And right now, the Ravens have not scored as of yet. But they have a third and goal, 19 seconds to go as they trail that one, 3 nothing. And a lot of first-half backers there. Everything in play if the Ravens can get a touchdown. Come on back. It's the Green Zone on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Tracker now available on VEASAN.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head over to VEASAN.com to get the current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the very best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and much, much more. Check out the Prop Tracker betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at VEASAN.com slash NFL. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds right here. It is the Green Zone on VEASAN and maybe coach of the year. Right now, you can still get over a plus $3 from Mike Vrabel. That number's going to come down. 21 nothing. They've gone to the half at Houston, Tennessee, all but barring a second-half collapse, mm-hmm. looking like a sheer lock to be the number one seed in the AFC going forward with this first half display. Yeah, 21 nothing. They're going to go back to the locker room. Obviously not good for Texans backers. That would include me here at 10.5. So at uh, all Tennessee, they have come out very focused here and – uh, just 30 minutes away from being the number one. Seed. All right, so let's see if that would mean that Mike Vrabel would be that coach of the year. Let's go back out to Ben Fox over at South Point watching the Packers and the Lions. They've gone to the half there, 17-13. We saw Jordan Love come out and take that knee to end the first half, so we've got to assume that's the end of 12-17. and 17. So, Ben, second half, i got to think those numbers are adjusted accordingly. 
Yeah, guys, this bet is really going to come down to how much do you believe in Jordan Love? And we've certainly seen him in one game. Did cover the spread against the Chiefs, we should say. But outside of that, not a very inspiring performance. Uh, I'm seeing minus three and a half. I don't know if that's what you guys are seeing here for the full game uh, at BetMGM. With the Lions up 17 to 13, I think that's a pretty good number, Mm -hmm. especially with one team that is trying at home and cares about this game and the other team that's the only motivation is don't get anyone injured you know you also have to factor in in this type of game if there is one play that happens and the one packer has a sprained ankle or anything i'd be shocked if everyone isn't coming off the field who's a starter right so that could happen at any point as well in the second half lines that played well they're averaging 7.6 yards per play the offense has moved the ball and we've seen the trick plays and everything else you know If this is full strength, obviously the line wouldn't be Lions minus three and a half. You'd probably lean to the Packers and Aaron Rodgers getting this win. But I kind of like the Lions here in the second half. They've been playing well. It's going to come down to that, you know, do they want to win the game? Do they want to lose that draft position? Do they care? And that's something that's difficult to handicap, certainly. But the Lions have played well so far in this game. They've really been the better team. That's why they're up 17-13 at half. Yeah, Ben, I think it's a great point. It is three and a half here at BetMGM. And again, mm-hmm. I kind of like that play, right, with what, what we saw from Jordan Love. And again, I know it was a long time ago against Kansas City, but wouldn't you feel like Jared Goff, they're going to play this out for Detroit. Fully staffed Detroit was better than fully staffed Green Bay. You would expect, and Detroit minus a half for the second half, maybe away if you don't want to lay that number. You could also look perhaps team total second half. That would be ten and a half. On the Detroit Lions, obviously, shop around. Not every book offers team totals in terms of, like, second halves or in-game. But that would be another way to attack Detroit. But mm-hmm. I definitely think that this is Detroit's game to lose. All right, they've started the second half in the Meadowlands. 6 nothing. Washington has the lead there. The Giants getting the ball first there. And, by the way, the Lions will be getting the ball first in that mm-hmm. third quarter against Green Bay as well. And update Washington and the Giants. That is now in the third quarter. That closed minus 3, minus $1.15 for the Washington football team for the second half. So, essentially, minus 9 for the game. Second half total, 16 and a half. So the in-game total, 22 and a half wow. in the Meadowlands. All right, so let's see if they can get any offense going there. Go back to, uh, to Arthur Arkish watching the Bears and the Vikings, and the Bears looked really good. I mean, they're up 11, but Arthur, I feel like the lead could even be bigger. Yeah, guys, if, if for Vikings backers, they have to feel pretty lucky to only have a 14-3 deficit they're staring at here. They get the ball coming out of halftime. I believe they're getting seven and a half points now. So uh, you understand why that's the the number, because the Vikings have not looked inspired at all, with the exception of the last three or four plays before halftime. About as good of a play as you'll ever see from Kirk Cousins, believe it or not, escaping the pocket and and finding his receiver downfield to at least set up a field goal opportunity and and keep this game potentially interesting here in the second half. All right, so 14 to three, but yeah, the Vikings getting seven and a half now on that live number here at BetMGM. Boy, just Mike Zimmer, they're going out with a whimper. It looks like Matt Nagy at least well, going to go out with a win, at least in the first half. And here's kind of the the deal here. Minnesota, I know Kirk Cousins did not play, but they were technically still alive to make the playoffs last week. Right. And then they got beat Sunday night, blown out in Lambeau. So when a team has to come back where it's like, okay, now we know our fate is wrapped up here. That's tough the next week. The Chicago Bears have known that they were not going to go to the postseason now for a few weeks, and that's why I kind of like them in this spot. And quite frankly, I thought they outplayed Minnesota in the first meeting, even though it didn't show on the scoreboard. And you're seeing it show on the scoreboard today, 14-3 Bears. All right, right now, let's go back out to Christian watching the Steelers and the Ravens. And, Chris, did we see 
Uh, I don't know. T.J. Watt didn't get the record, but he might have gotten an injury right before the end of the first half. Do you have any update there? He tied the record. He did get a sack late in the first half. So we just will now wait and see if he's able to get just the half one. That would break the record by Michael Strahan. So congrats to T.J. Watt there getting a nice uh, little reception. Um Tyler Huntley had these Ravens offense set up potentially for a touchdown. Threw the ball to Marquise Hollywood Brown. I gave him some praise earlier. He dropped it, and he was wide open. So should have caught that football, forcing Justin Tucker, Mr. Uh, Mr. Automatic, to come onto the field, kick it. So it is a 3-3 game here. And they were shouting out Big Ben potentially in his last game, probably in his last game. Who knows what ends up happening <laughs> here in Baltimore. His first career touchdown pass against Baltimore, or his first career touchdown pass in general was against Baltimore in 2004. It was to Antoine Randall. I know Wesh, wow. the Indiana guy there. So Antoine Randall bringing up some good uh, memories there. But yeah, this has been a slow one here. 3-3 three, three score, fellas, as we go into the second half. Classic. Baltimore Steelers uh, defensive struggle so far. Uh, quarterback to quarterback. Roethlisberger mm-hmm. to Antoine Randall. Antoine Randall, by the way, the receiver coach for the Detroit Lions, who are now starting the third quarter, up 17 to 13 on Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers' ball cap is on. He is done for the afternoon. More than likely, he's going to be your MVP. Still yep. minus $4 at BetMGM if you want to bet that. So underway here at Ford Field. Detroit really won the first half, not only on the scoreboard, but in the stat sheet. You know, and again, I, I just, I understand that Rodgers and Devontae Ez want to get whatever they want to get. You got to see if Jordan Love is going to be developed into the quarterback of the future because there's no guarantee Aaron Rodgers comes back to Green Bay. So I was a little surprised that he's only going to get a half of action today. Let's go back out to Sean Green. Titans and Texans, all one-way traffic here, Sean. It didn't feel like this was going to be a blowout, but at the end of the first half, it got ugly there for the home team. Yeah, it did. I mean, uh, Titans are up 21 nothing right now. Very fortunate on a, on a deep P.I. to get them down a first and goal at the five. Scored a touchdown uh, right before halftime there. I mean, the Texans are playing spirited. They're tackling well. They're, they're playing hard. They just feel a little bit outmatched for this uh, Titans passing game right now. I, it's tough to uh, get down on them in the second half. Normally, if a team's up 21 nothing division game, you're thinking, oh, man, they're going to come back. They're going to get some garbage here, but not getting anything so far from this Texans offense. Not at all. And again, to your point, Sean, like, look, they try, right? This is a try hard team. We understand it. Mm-hmm. David Culley has the worst roster in the NFL. I don't know that that's debatable. I mean, I know Jacksonville people are going to be, Hey, don't forget about us, <laughs> but you know, Houston, they just look like a football team that as hard as they might try, it's just not good enough because they can't match up. Yeah, the much. only way I'd be looking here in the second half is if you can get 20. I know it's 19 and a half at BetMGM. There are some 20s out there. Take that second half under. This uh, Houston, uh, about 2.6 yards of play in the first half. I mean, Sean cool. says they're playing hard, but they're just not getting it done offensively right now. We are started, though, in the uh, third quarter here with the Colts and Jacksonville. I went ahead and bet over 23 for the second half okay. because I do think that this is going to get wild and wooly. The Colts, Colts are going to get some points on the board here, but nevertheless, they're going to need some because they're 10 short right now of a tie, 13 to three Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, and the last game to go to halftime is in Cleveland, a 14-7 there, Browns. We'll get to Jim Coventry after we take a, a quick break here in a minute, but 
Boy, that that uh, that over died on the vine there of 19 and a half. So it does hit the over in that there first half. There was, by the way, an interception at the end of the half there. So 14-7, your score, Cleveland Browns with the lead. All right, and the Vikings have the ball first in the second half, and it looks like they've got a third down now as they're trying to move it into Bears territory. Jonathan Taylor getting loose there for Indianapolis. They got to use it. him more in the yeah. passing game, too, because, look, Jacksonville, I know, not stout against the run, but they can stack the box, and it's been a little rough uh, going for Jonathan Taylor today. I know our man David Gascon has mm-hmm. some unders, so, look, if you want to get him the football, do what they did there, a little uh, pass in the flat, JT, with a nice game. All right, and uh, Green Bay gets a stop of Detroit for the Lions' first drive of the third quarter, so Jordan Love is now into the game, number 10, at quarterback, uh, for Green Bay, so let's see how this plays out. You know, there's always going to be a lot of eyes when they see what the youngster can do. Kirk Cousins has just gone over the top for a touchdown, so the Vikings get their first touchdown of the day, 14-9, to uh, PAT pending, and it looks like the Colts have just turned it over to Jacksonville. This, this is, is getting, getting scary in the Circle City right now because, look, we mentioned Colts have not won in Duval since 2014, if any year you were going to break that streak. 14 and a half point favorites. Yeah, and it uh, looks like Carson Wentz has, in fact, turned the ball over, and Jacksonville has the football, and they're going to have it, I believe, just outside the red zone. Not good ball protection for Carson Wentz. He saw the blitz coming and uh, could not avoid it and turns it over. Come on back. We'll have all the adjusted numbers when you come back with us on the Green Zone on VEASAN, the sports betting now. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, welcomes you with a lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any pro football game, and if any team scores a touchdown, you're going to win 200 bucks in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VEASAN200 when you make your very first wager. Enjoy football like never before and earn M-Life rewards that you can redeem for rooms and dining at MGM Resorts nationwide. Download the app or go to betmgm.com. Use the bonus code VEASAN200 to win 200 bucks in free bets if any team simply scores a TD. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BitMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada and Mississippi. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. Week number 18 and the sweat is on for the uh, Indianapolis Colts. A turnover there to begin the third quarter. Jacksonville is set up third and eight mm-hmm. now with a 13-3 to lead again. Colts win. They're in. They lose the route. They're not necessarily out, but it's one foot on a banana peel, so to speak, because if the Colts lose here, they would need a Steelers loss, a Miami loss this afternoon, and a Chargers loss this evening at Allegiant Stadium right okay. here in Las Vegas. So, you know, we talked about Wink Martindale saying for the Ravens they needed a three-team parlay. The Colts are going to need a three-team parlay as well. Yeah, if they don't take care of business down there in Duval. Houston's going to get a sack of Ryan Tannehill, and that's going to force a punt there for their first possession of the third quarter. We mentioned the Vikings had scored there in their first possession, 14-10. to 10. Bears have the ball now. But let's go back out to Jim Coventry and Jim. The under died. At least it was a quick and painless death in that first half. Oh, it was painful, Dave. It was painful. (laughs) So the Bengals, first of all, they were down three defensive players. We'll get to that score in a minute. They come into the game with five starters down. The Browns are moving the ball at will on the ground through the air. But Case Keenum, he does his best Baker Mayfield impression. Tries to overextend a pass near his own 25. Results in a fumble six for the Bengals. He then threw another interception at the end of the half. Now Nick Chubb is basically out. Dearness Johnson's in. So for the second half, we got to look at the rest of this way. The Browns on defense are bringing heavy pressure against all the Cincy backups. The Bengals have just 65 yards at the half. Now they have seven on the board with that defensive touchdown. Their total on Bet GM is 14 and a half, but it's heavily juiced to minus 165. Not really worth a play. And the Browns, they're nine and a half point favorites, but that's been juiced to minus 130. And so the game totals 39 and a half. It's a tough bet because the Browns will likely sit on the lead late and they already have turnover problems. So we're wondering, is Case Keenum going to give the ball away? So overall, it's probably a lot of laying off in the second half. Sounds like it, Jim. So again, 14-7 there, Cleveland. And again, you know, not a whole lot there on the line. Uh, Certainly for either team, Cleveland not going to the postseason. Mm -hmm. Bengals pretty much know what their fate's going to be in the AFC as well. Uh, the Bears are moving in again, 14 to 10 there. They're already up, but we saw more points in the Motor City. Let's go back over to South Point where Ben Falks is watching this game for us. And Ben, a lot of trickery and is working for the Lions today. Yeah, guys, uh, an inauspicious start here for Jordan Love. One handoff, seven yards, then he was sacked. Uh, a short pass then to Javon Winfrey, who fumbles the ball. The Lions take over. I think Javon Winfrey is most known for being the player that Aaron Rodgers seems to roll his eyes at the most whenever he's in. <laughs> seems like he's always throwing a pass and Winfrey's in the wrong place and Aaron Rodgers gives one of the, oh my God, this guy again. Uh, but he's in because of all the players the Packers are now sitting in the second half. 
He fumbles, and soon after, the Lions get the ball back and run a kind of similar play to where they scored the touchdown on, a direct handoff to what looks like a reverse, back then to Jared Goff for what's kind of a flea flicker. The tight end leaks out, and if you've heard of Brock Wright, then you're better than I am because I have not. I don't know who Brock Wright is, <laughs> but he caught a 36-yard touchdown pass, and the Lions are now up 24-13, to 13, so our second-half bet at minus three and a half is looking better so far. Yeah, so far so good. And again, this is what you you, you have to see here and start evaluating if you're prime Gutekunsten company in that front office. If 12 does leave next year, there's no guarantee that he comes back. Looks like he's going to win the MVP mm-hmm. at minus 400 before uh, play began today. But again, you got to see what you have and the guy that yeah. you drafted in the first round a year ago. Can we in- interest you, Green Bay, and Carson Wentz? <laughs> Can we interest you in him? Uh, because uh, he is now at a deficit, 16-3. They do hold the Colts to three points there. So still a two-score game. Uh, and right now, the Jacksonville Jaguars, minus two in the hook, minus $1.35, 39.5 on the total at BetMGM. And just to put a capper on Ben's game, 24-13, Detroit over Green Bay, Detroit minus seven and a half, 57 and a half at BetMGM. All right, so let's get back out to David Gascon with more on that. Because again, Carson Wentz, Frank Reich was supposed to fix him. Is he fixed? No, he's not fixed. I mean, but the other thing too is the defense hasn't done much to support him. Keep in mind, guys, coming into this ball game, Carson Wentz has only thrown for over 300 yards twice. He's gone over 400 one time. So the explosion plays simply aren't there for the Colts. They're a ground-and-pound team. They rely on Jonathan Taylor early and obviously to close-out contest and sprinkle in a little Carson Wentz to whether it's Jack Doyle or T.Y. Hilton or whoever it may be. Uh, but so far in a ball game like this, Indianapolis now becomes one-dimensional. And that's exactly what you'd fear if you were uh, Indianapolis back or heading into the postseason because you know for all intents and purposes you're going to play a road game. It doesn't matter if it's at Kansas City, if it's at Buffalo, but if you fall behind early, can Carson Wentz do get a hole? He can't. I mean, he's not the same guy that he was in Philadelphia for a couple of seasons. One in particular was almost an MVP year. And here in Indianapolis, he just doesn't have an explosion in his arm. And the guys on the outside just can't support him. And so Jacksonville right now, I know Wes said he took the over in the second half. I'm going to lay off of this entirely for the time being, unless something magical happens. But Indianapolis looks lifeless right now. And who would have thunk it? I mean, there were double-digit favorites coming into this ball game. They were also double-digit favorites earlier this year when these two teams played back at Indianapolis. They didn't cover that one either. They won by six, so it's more of the same fate for the Indianapolis Colts of today. Yeah, it is. It's it's shocking, actually. It's, sometimes it's not so much that you lose. It's the manner mm-hmm. in which you do lose if this continues because they do look totally listless right now, down 16-3 to in an absolute must-win. But we always talk about it. Must-wins don't mean that you will win. And must not, win does not equal must cover. Nope. That has been mentioned several times, not only by myself, but others right here on VSIN. So you are seeing that materialize in Jacksonville. Not so much right now in Houston, though. Tennessee getting the must win and must cover. 21 nothing here very early in the third quarter. And the Washington football team still leading 6 nothing over the Giants in one of the worst offensive performances you're going to see so far on the day from the G-men there. 24-13 Lions over Green Bay, but Green Bay is moving it into Detroit territory right now. Let's go back out to Christian with more on the Steelers and the Ravens because I think the Ravens have just flipped the script there and hit pay dirt. Hey, Chris. What's up, fellas? Yeah, the half started with Devontae Freeman getting stuffed by Cam Hayward, but Baltimore sticking with the run game. 
It's Lat Murray, Latavius Murray. I call him Lat Pulldowns. He gets 10 yards on a first and 10. They give it right back to him. He explodes for 46 yards and the touchdown. Josh Oliver, a great block on the play. As Baltimore now leads it 10-3 early in the third quarter here. When the Steelers get the ball back, they're not going to have Najee Harris. But uh, Mike Tomlin telling Evan Washburn they're still going to try to run the football. We see, we'll see, we see if uh, they stick with that as the conditions still not pretty in Baltimore here. And if you missed it, T.J. Watt tying the record in the first half. So we'll see if he's able to get the sack record in the second. But it is 10-3 Steelers early in the third. It feels like a meaningless game, but there's a lot of meaning potentially for Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And if this Colts game holds. Exactly. Right? And now all of a sudden – they're not taking care of their business. So mm-hmm. I heard Ben Roethlisberger say, you know, everybody say, hey, it's your last game. I say, hey, we're just worried about winning our game. Right. And we, yes, we're going to be scoreboard watching. If they're scoreboard watching, they got to be going, hey, the Jacksonville Jaguars are doing their part. We got to do our part against a backup quarterback in Baltimore. And we don't expect Tyler Huntley going to go Farvey in here and kind of fall down and give Strahan, no. give his buddy a sack there. Right now, 10-3 to 3 Baltimore Ravens over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ravens obviously need a lot of help, oh but they're at least holding up their end of the bargain. Ravens minus 5.5, minus dollar twenty thirty and a half on the total. I don't know if people are clamoring for Jake Fromm to be the starting quarterback in New York. If there was any clamoring, it is over. Because he just threw a pick six, mm-hmm. a bad pick six. The Washington football team is up 12 nothing, 341 to go in the third quarter. And i got to be honest with you, and again, we have the sound down in the studio here. So we can watch and monitor all the games. That's why we have all of our correspondents. And you made the point in the first half that announcers don't like to bury coaches. Mm-hmm. They're burying Joe Judge. Yeah. Because this is one of the most inept offenses in a singular game and certainly over the span since they fired Jason Garrett as the offensive coordinator that I've seen in a long, long time. Because this Washington football team is is not in very good shape in no. its own right. Now 12 enough in the PAT, going to be pending 341 left to go. By the way, Bears did go for it on fourth down. Andy Dalton got sacked. Third time today he's on been sacked down. on fourth down. Unbelievable. You, and it's not all on him. That offensive no, line is putrid. But you can throw the ball. You don't have to take the yard. But, oh, okay. Anyway, 16-3, Colts trying to get back in the game against Jacksonville. 10-3, Steelers trying to rebound against the Ravens. Gives you all the adjusted numbers when you come back with us. It is the Green Zone on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. You may know Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner? On Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock, the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting, just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.